Rise and Proceed podcast with your host, SB. And I'm your girl, Bridget LeRae. Hey, girl. What's up? What it do, do? Oh, nothing. What's going on with you? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Just reverse it. <laughs> wait. We practiced this. <laughs> we, we practiced this. Like, we just. So. I was waiting. I did How it was supposed to go was I was supposed to ask her first. She was supposed to start talking first. This is how it was supposed to go, y'all. I was supposed to say, hi, hello. Th- this is Pause and Proceed Podcast with your host, SB. And then and she was supposed to say her name. Yeah. And then I paused. I gave you room. Right. But Because you were supposed it, to start. But then I just I said it. And I was just looking at you like, mm, okay, so how are you doing that, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Do this every, I'm going to make a little B-roll. Some B-roll. These, yes. Like, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Right. I don't know. We'll see. It will just show up when we get there. Listen, it works for us. Holy Spirit, step in, have your way, guide us, lead us. And As always, okay. Give people what they need to Absolutely. proceed. To proceed. <laughs> yes. So how you been doing, darling? Been doing pretty good. I can't complain. Um, I'm feeling good, you know. But I'm yeah. yeah, you know, I'm doing all right. What so where's the good feeling coming from? Anything different? Anything new? Mm, I think I'm just I'm doing a lot of meditating. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot mm-hmm. of meditating. I'm doing a lot of journaling. When I have shifts, I'm questioning all my shifts, all my emotional shifts. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really trying to get down to the nitty-gritty. So, I'm not um, watching too much television either. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's helping. I'm trying to lower my screen time off okay. of everything. So, what shifts have occurred? What shifts have occurred? Um, A confidence shift. Ooh. Yeah, a confidence, a self-confidence shift has... um. I mean, it's all it's it's always like a process for me. Raise the vibration of confidence or lower it. Oh, raise, okay. raise the roof. Okay, is that how they used to do raise it? Raise the roof. The roof. <laughs> <laughs> raise the roof. <laughs> no, we raising all types of yes. elevation. Okay, everything. Yes, everything is on the rise. Okay? okay, but definitely with my confidence and my self esteem, and um, they. I was just thinking, because I was like, man, we could segue to the topic, but we're going to wait. I don't even know what the topic is. So whatever <laughs> comes up is what comes up. <laughs> okay, y'all. So I was telling Bridget um, about, I told her I feel like I'm starting, I'm looking like Northwest, right? And this is the premise behind me looking like Northwest. Why I said that. I'm getting older. I'm 37. And... I want to say when I turned 35, I started having these, I don't know if you're going to call it a midlife crisis. When Midlife is supposed to be 40. Is that supposed to be midlife? Um, I mean, typically, if you plan on living to 80, but I plan on living to 105. Okay. So average, I guess, midlife would be between 35 and (laughs) 40-ish. You go ahead and live. I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to just... Give God a limit. <laughs> Listen, just make sure you you still you surrounded yes. by plenty of folks because you don't yeah. want to be here by yourself. I won't be by myself. I'm going to be that that old lady, that Dr. Maya Angelou, honey. I'm speaking life into everything and everyone around me. Okay, I love it. Yeah. All right, be surrounded by yes, love. Exactly. That's the thing because you still gonna need somebody to speak some life for you and some energy into you. But see, you... baby, that's when I'm gonna be able to turn into my old uh, videos and my old coaches and TD Jakes and the bishops and stuff like that. 
You need people around you, Bridget. I would definitely have. Her. I don't really need no videos and no tapes. No. They don't have to be my age to be those no, people. So no, no, no. I could be 105 and still alive and no. speaking they, life into people. They don't have to be your peers. Not right. at all. I guess when you said speaking life into people, mm-hmm. I imagine you on the big stage. Well, definitely that. Yes, of course. Don't stop that vision. But I only envision you on the big stage. Yeah, on the stages and like if, even if I'm in some nursing home. You know, I don't plan Which on being a nurse. Which she's not about home. to be in a nursing no, home. No, I don't plan on being a nurse home. But I'm Take saying, like, back. if I was, like, it's I'll be speaking life to the STNAs, to the nurses, to the doctors, to whomever come in my presence. All right. I want you yeah. to work on that vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I kind of lowered it so that I, I was like, maybe you got so you can understand it because it was like you weren't understanding that okay. what I meant. Like you were just seeing the big picture of me on stages. Okay. Yes, that okay. and okay. I just wherever that. I, I go, wherever. Whomever I'm around is just speaking life into okay. everything and everyone around me. Okay. Yeah. All right. 135. She wants to live to hey. 135. There we go. As long as I'm live and lit and be able to be like, let me tell you, honey, back in my days, y'all kids don't know nothing. You want your mind to be right. And you <laughs> yeah. want your back to be upright as well. Yes, Lord. Okay. Because yes, we need to stand and walk tall. All right. But anywho, mm-hmm. back to you. So midlife, getting back to that. When I turned 35, I want to say around 36, I'm 37 now, I started to have these feelings and emotions just regarding, I guess, the life change. Like, my interests have changed. My tolerance for certain things have changed, which I appreciate. You know what I mean? Um, I think the tangibility of life and how life is precious started to become more realistic to me. So... That's an adjustment with itself. But I'm also like, hey, as far as like my style of dress, like, oh my God, am I looking like the old lady in the club? Or even though I don't go to the club, but well, you just, mentioned Northwest. You know. Like, what how did that? So you saying you feel like you're looking you're well, older trying to look younger or something? Well, I'm not not trying to do anything. Okay. But the um I just naturally, like, I just, I wear what I want to wear. But ironically, I saw Northwest on Instagram. I was like, oh, Lord, I'm dressed like Northwest. And <laughs> she, then. She cool. She got a cool little style. Listen, and I'm not mad at it. But then I went to. Kanye's um, child. I mean, what do you expect? I guess you're, uh, I guess you're right. And I feel yeah. like Kanye's like my cousin that I don't talk to. Okay, cuz. What's up, gang? <laughs> Gemini gang. Bang, bang. He's like the cousin I don't Shoot, talk to. So forever. I understand that. But we were just saying how um, North, too. Like, yeah. that. this, the whole oversized, wide leg pants situation, 90s kind of skater board vibe. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what the kids are doing. Yeah. And apparently that's what some of us adults are doing, too. Yeah, you look cool doing it. Okay, so what is that? How does, what, how does that make you feel? Well, what is coming up for at you? at first... I don't know. I think at first I'm like, oh man, what am I? Is you know, what is what's going on with me? Should I be looking like this? But my higher self, I knew that was insecurity, you know, because mm-hmm. we have those back and forth moments in our mind and whatnot. But my higher self was like, girl, chill out. Like, yeah, you're fine. You're doing it from an honest space. Yeah, because it's just like assessing yourself, assessing the situation as a whole, like, and putting limits. On not just yourself, but, you know, people around you. Like, if you feel like, should I be doing this? I feel like that will make you 
being judgment of others that's doing it. Like, they shouldn't be doing this. They should. They shouldn't. Right. Yeah. It's like, just live. Do you. Whatever you're doing. I don't want that energy. And I told myself, yeah. I was like, I don't need any more. In, no new insecurities. Okay. Oh, I don't want any new ones. I'm trying girl. to get rid of the ones no, that I real. have. For real. In this memory Rolodex. Yeah. So that was just like an example. But it's just so much that I'm noticing I'm having to adjust to. Mm -hmm. I did the bulk of it, I think, yeah. when I was 36. But, man, this shift, this whole, what's going on with you over there? <laughs> man. Bring attention to Hey, I was giving Solomon an eye, like, don't put the camera on me. Let me see if, let me shift a little bit. Oh. You know, get, I'm trying to get my boobs together. Yeah, girl. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. What you say, Solomon? You over there adjusting again. Boy, every episode you That's why I thought it was something. the mic. That's why I put you on blast. I thought it was the mic. I didn't Listen, know it was honey, your boobs. When you're blessed with some triple somethings, sometimes that's just what you got to do. No, it's okay. That's we know now. what it is. I'm not going to put you out no more. I tried to give Solomon the eye, and she's like, what you doing? I'm like, look, I'm moving around. Don't put the camera on me. You know, she, what you doing? Okay. I thought, you know, the mic <laughs> bothers you almost every episode. So I thought you know, it was the, the mic. mic. Yes. No, it's just me over here shifting. Okay. No problem. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get the girls together, get in line. Get in line. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Okay. So back to you. <laughs> no, I want to know how do you feel about it? How do you feel about, especially because I'm 37. Uh-huh. I'm 40. And you turned 40 last year. Yes. So how I'm do you. the eighth. It was my 40th. I. Yes. I was in Cabo, y'all, and I was having a great, great time with uh, my cousin Nikki, my friend Brandy. I'm sorry, this SB. hair this is string. this getting on your nose? Yes, nuts? there we mm. go. Okay, all right, go ahead, your cousins. That's <laughs> pain. This is always something with me. <laughs> no, it's not, Bridget. Okay, look, <laughs> let's get this. Who's I? So I turned forty August eighth. And I wasn't going to do anything until you was like, oh, you should do something. You, I was like, I don't, I don't want to ask people, like, you want to go here with me? I was going to take a solo trip to Bali. I've been wanting to go to Bali for mm -hmm. a very long time. And Bali is like a, it's a long flight. Yeah. And I would like to go with like a, a travel group or something where somebody just put all the plans together. Right. I just show up, do some meditating, learn about their, you know, yes. medicines and things of that matter. Ooh, yeah. But anyway. You got me to go to Cabo, which was beautiful, mm -hmm. and we had a great time. Ourselves. Yeah. So one of the things I realized in turning forty mm -hmm. and aging, which you, I know you don't like that word, right? Aging, or should I, don't I say like it at all? I like um, <clears throat> growing, maturing, maturing, evolving. I like let's say maturing because everyone's okay. saying evolve, <laughs> maturing. <laughs> As I matured to the age of 40, yes. one of the things I realized is that every year as I'm like, as I was leaving my teens, mm -hmm. leaving my 20s, leaving my 30s, I would start to feel like grief. Now, a lot of people, when we talk about grief, people feel like grief is only in reference to losing a loved one right. or losing somebody as far as death. Mm -hmm. But that's not true. We grieve little things every single day. Amen. We grieve the the loss of a job, a car, a friendship, a relationship. You know, I and I for one was realizing that what I was grieving is the era, grieving my night, you know, my teens. Yeah. And that's yeah. when I went on a search and I was like in church and like really seeking, like, God, who am I? What am I supposed to do? I went through a phase where I wasn't um, 
man, let me tell you that face. But that's for another day. Because okay. then we'll talk about the book, the first 33, when we talk mm -hmm. about that. But I realized I was grieving, like, the teens, the 20s. In my, when I turned 30, I was just like, oh, what am I supposed to do? That's when I ended up leaving home at 29 oh. and venturing off to find myself. It, I called it my self-discovery path. I was on my self-discovery journey. And... Um, I left at 32. You did? See? That's I that. came here. We was grieving mm -hmm. our... Mm -hmm. That era. Yeah. That decade. And so in turning 40, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not, I don't want to go into this as like, oh, look at all the things I have not done. That part. The uh, things I hadn't accomplished. Oh, I'm 40. I should have this. I should have that. Going to the shoulds and start, you know, assessing myself mm -hmm. and making all these descriptive, uh, you know, negative judgments. Right. So in turning 40, I realized, I said, I thought about the Israelites in the Bible and how they when they left the promised land, well, I'm sorry, when they left um, Pharaoh in mm -hmm. Egypt and Moses was leading them to the promised land, they was out in the wilderness for 40 freaking years. It didn't take 40 years. They could have got there in like, I believe, like seven, eight days or whatever. But it took them 40 years because they was griping and complaining and, oh, we ain't got this. Well, we should have just stayed in Egypt. At least, at least Pharaoh fed us. At least we had this. At least we had that. You know, they just complaining about their whole lives up until then. And mm. so it took him 40 years. So I thought mm -hmm. about my life. I'm like, man, uh -huh. all my life I've been sitting around. Oh, why, uh, why does this have to happen to me? You know, just holding on to my story, holding on to all the stuff that's been holding me back. Like, this is why I don't have it. Because I'm a strong black woman. Black women got it the worst. And, da -da -da -da. and just all the stuff, the junk that holds us back from succeeding in life. Yeah. The mindset. And I said, I'm not, I'm not going to look at it this way in turning 40. I'm going to look at it as this is my year to come up out of that wilderness, to come up out of all that griming, griping and complaining and making everything about that person, the government, and this person and that person. And reason why all that, this is done. I'm done. I'm done. And I'm embracing being in the promised land. This is the promised land. So anybody out there turning 40, baby, let me tell you, this is not the year. This is not the year to feel like you having some midlife crisis. No. This is you coming up out of that wilderness and stepping into what God has promised for you. Mm. So that's what 40 means to me. So I wonder, were they actually, was that like metaphorical? You know what I'm saying? In the Bible, was it really, were they actually in the wilderness or was it like how we take it, a mental wilderness, a mel yeah. mental cloudiness? Well, that and they were physically out. So like they actually were in the bush, you know, in Africa, they call being in the wilderness mm -hmm. in the bush. So I just learned that this week. I said it like I always knew that. It's I just okay. learned you found it out. So like, now you know. They call it the bush. Say it like you know. <laughs> Shoot. So they was literally out there traveling because, you know, they were traveling on foot. Right. And they had whatever the camels and whatever they used to haul their merchandise, but they were literally traveling. So they were physically in the wilderness and mentally in the wilderness. Yeah, and they was complaining like, man, we only get, you know, the manna, you know, the bread of the God that would rain on them every day. Like, we only get this. Like, yeah, because live life day by day. Take what's in front of you. Like, you don't, you know, you have to store this, like, for being greedy. Like, no, just trust and believe in God that he's going to provide for you every day, mm -hmm. which is something we have to do as registered nurses, Char. Oh, yeah. Because we are independent nurses and we don't work for nobody. Right. You know, we book jobs day by day. Every So every 24 hours, we like, do I got a job today? Do I, you know what I mean? We like got to depend on craps. craps. <laughs> <laughs> like a game of craps. Shoot them. 
Shoot them up, roll them. <laughs> For real. Yeah. Man, I like that. I need to go back and read the Bible because there's a lot of stuff I forgot. I'm not even going to lie. Like, yeah. I definitely need to, because I was actually brought up in the church, but, you know, you have that questioning journey and I was yeah. kind of led away into other things. Um, but I definitely want to go back because those stories are very yeah. inspiring. Well, you know, with that being said, do your own research because, yeah, I just told you that's the story. Hey, I could be wrong. Let me tell you. I don't. Well, it was a good. I'm not I, a Bible I scholar. It. It, was a great, it was a great story. It, yeah, I maybe took, it makes sense. But yeah. I'm not a Bible scholar. I, you know, I believe to the best of my ability, my knowledge, that mm. that's what happened. But do you read the Bible? I'm, I'm sure it's, it's in there. Somewhere. Well, listen, it was a good story, and I enjoyed <laughs> it, and it resonated with me. So you know, until I pick that yeah. biblical bumper up thumper yeah. whatever you want to call it uh-huh. i like your version okay then and i invite anybody <laughs> who may know the story know the bible to correct me if you will if i'm wrong so, there you go you know but i'm not afraid that's what life is about taking risks and just getting out there and it just, is like, look this is what i believe this is what i think i read yeah i mean but like going back to taking risks yeah and it also it sometimes it's not cal- you want it to be a calculated risk mm-hmm. you want it to be but sometimes it's not always a calculated risk. Oh, tell me more. I don't know. I just you know life is just we can't calculate and predict and could try to control everything. I feel like sometimes calculated risk is 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 somewhat of a control. It's like a risk and a control, but sometimes it's not. Mm. Um, and I guess with aging. As you like to put it, I don't. I'm gonna say maturing. Maturing. With maturing, maturing, I'm realizing I could take those. I'm learning to take more calculated risks, which I feel like that's equivalent to grounding a little. At the same time, now I'm about to get into the astrology a little bit. It's kind of like similar to grounding, but at the same time, you're kind of floating at the same time because it's a risk. Um, Does that make sense? I, I wanted to hear the astrology part. Was the floating So I guess because I'm using those terms oh, okay. as far as like those um, meditation I terms. I thought you were going to break it down in Gemini terms. See, Gemini, so it's Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't going to go that deep. I was just using like the grounding in, in the air. Oh, okay. Um, because the risk taking could be more so of an airy spirit versus control mm-hmm. is being like more so on your feet, knowing what's about to happen. This, that, and the fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just learning that I can take those risky risks. And I mean, I didn't mind when I was younger, but the older I'm becoming, I'm like, listen, I don't want to keep taking these. I be taking risks. So what's the greatest risk you've taken in your life? Ooh, Other than moving. That's a great question. Taking in my life, Bridget? Yeah. Other than moving. Other than moving, yeah, because that was a big one. Right. That was that was yeah. that was we definitely that. a crapshoot. Yeah. Um. Hmm. See, she be giving me questions. I be having to go home and think about it. Like I'm still <laughs> thinking about my belief systems. That was about like, three episodes ago. Oh God. Yeah. I, you said you take great risks. Like it doesn't. See now, I think you. What I think just happened is you shifted until like to like. Oh, it needs to be major. 
it needs to be something major because I asked you that way. Mm -hmm. But no, what is something that was great to you? Like something that was very risky for you to do? It can even be having a conversation with somebody. Because for me, that's that's extremely risky for me to just get be open and vulnerable mm -hmm. with someone in the moment, in the space where I'm feeling that feeling or that emotion. Yeah, it's easy for me to go back and say, "Hey, look, mm. this is this is what happened. Like, let's talk about this." But in that moment, that's very risky for me. I think lately this podcast. Oh. And the only reason I say this be, is because I'm conquering so many of my past fears with this con this podcast, y'all. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to show my face on camera. Oh. Had an insecurity about the way I sound. I felt like I sound too country and my vocabulary wasn't enough. It was just all these insecurities. I see what happens when people make it, you know, just the the um the fear of success on top of the fear of failure. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh -huh. When people make it out here in this, in the ethers of Hollywood and the some of the bad negative things that happened, my brain went to the, to that default. Mm -hmm. So me putting my face out here, putting my voice out here, the mic is a very powerful machine. So this is, this this is a risk because I know I probably said some things that's not conventional, especially with me being a nurse. So, and I'm telling y'all, if I stay on this mic, I'm probably going to say a lot more stuff that's not <laughs> conventional because you guys are learning me as we go. And it's a lot. Listen, I'm a Gemini. There's a lot of layers to me. Yes. So this has been a, a, a huge risk and a huge lesson a huge breakthrough at the same time because I can't believe I'm this comfortable in front of the camera. I can't believe it. I'm proud of you, yeah. SB. Good job. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yes, you definitely deserve a hand clap. Like public speaking and being in front of a of a camera and just especially expressing yourself for the world to see because anybody can you know pick these up. That's what I'm saying. People the world apart. can see that's, that that's very courageous. Right. Yeah. It, and, and afraid of how people, what people may say. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely getting over that. And then just, like, that's commendable that I'm sitting here with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You speak. You do the coaching and the training and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And we just have our simple conversations. I right. feel like I'm able to hold my own yeah, while we're you're conversing. you're very intelligent. Like, you have a large vocabulary. That. All those things that you believe about yourself are limiting beliefs. Yes. So it's just yes. about changing your your belief about yourself. You know what I mean? It came yeah. from somewhere. It did. It did. I, I think I don't. I think it came when I, was, I started to be a nurse. Mm. When I became a nurse, and I became a nurse at 20. You were young. I was very young. So you young. got all those girls. You're too young to be a nurse. You don't know what you're talking about. It was so yeah. weird. I was 23. I got it, too. Yeah. Yeah. You you're in this sterile environment. Mm -hmm. Everyone's super professional. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't like I didn't I don't like to fit in that professional box mm -hmm. all the way because I feel like it takes away from who you are to a certain degree. Yeah. I get that, girl. Yeah. I get you. I get you, nurse. And it just was <laughs> I froze and mm -hmm. then my speech, I just created this complex. Mm -hmm. And now I'm starting to get I guess overcome these complexes that I created in my brain what over 15 freaking years ago. That's okay. Have compassion for yourself. 
I do, but it's you like, look upset, but no, it's okay. Uh, it's okay. Uh, I get you. So I much time. I was there. <laughs> but you know, one thing I learned is we serve an on-time God. Yeah. I got to keep telling myself. We serve an on-time God. For you, it seemed like it's been all this time. Oh, my God. But in all this time, everything that happened, everything that occurred was provision. Your word for the year. Provision. It was provision. Yes. So it's all working for your good. I agree with you gotta that. You got to believe it. I, and I have to because, yeah. I mean, this is how the life is panning out. Got to believe it. You know? You got to believe it. It's time. Tom, what you saying to me? You trying to be discreet, but I don't get it. <laughs> am I lean? Am I too comfortable? I'm just trying to get you back in front of your mic. There oh, you go. Okay. That's all you're trying to do. Yeah. All right. My mic sound nice. At this point, we just got to we, we gotta communicate out loud, Solomon. <laughs> I might as well. Right. Just break, up, break it up any given time, okay? Because <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to make the show either way. There you go. Everybody say what's up to Solomon. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey, Solomon. Solomon Podcast Place. She found the button. (laughs) Of course she did. But yeah, man. It's just this this just evolving and changing age. It's Mm -hmm. it's grieving your your young self. Yes. I'm grieving my younger self. And I'm embracing my my more mature self. For example, and this is hilarious. My friend, we went to this. Uh, we went to the African American Museum. They had something on Friday for Black History Month. Oh, nice! So then we went. One of my friends was like, "Okay, let's go to the bar." She showed me a picture. It was just a bar with some stools. It looked very cheersy. <laughs> me and my other friends were very tired, but he was like, "You know what? Ah, the night is still young. Let's meet her at the bar." Yeah. We went to that bar, girl. Did I y'all walked sleep? in. <laughs> Douche, douche from all from this side, from that side, from that side. I said, Oh Lord, this is too much stimulation for me. Ooh. I had to walk back out and I texted her. I said, I can't do it. I thought this was gonna be on some cheer stuff. Did you leave? I left. Girl. I wanted to be uh what's what's the cheer song? <laughs> Everybody, Everybody knows your name. Your name. <laughs> I wanted to be in that type of environment. Not douche, douche, douche. Girl, we I love. get you. I get it. I walked in and I walked it. out. I said, I can't do this anymore. Now, okay, I'm not going to say can't because mm-hmm. I can't on occasion. You don't want to. But I, don't, I, I prefer not to unless yeah. I have a whole section situation where I can party with my friends. Got to be VIP, backstage, something like that. I just got to be with my people yeah. and create my own party I and have that. seatage. I'm not standing yeah. up anywhere I need to be anymore. close to an exit. Like, that's smart. That is smart because it can always go down. Been that way. I, I used to party in Dayton, Ohio, honey, where I don't, I probably ran, ran, out, ran out of the club like a good 11 times from gun gunfire. You know what? I've only been in the club one time when somebody was oh. shooting inside the club. Girl. And I never experienced that before. Wow. It, it was, it, yeah. You said 11. Man, I don't even know. I could be. I could be lying. Like, it could be more than that. Like, I used to be in a club every day. I was like a, I was a hood rat, man. Oh, man. And I stayed in the clubs. We used to shut it down. You were like, cousin. Wait, you was like, uh, remember the, the, it's the Instagram thing? The girl, she's like, me and my friends, we couldn't have a good time. Because yes, yes. they kept shooting up the club. Yes. And I forgot exactly. I remember that one. Yeah, that's what that reminded me of. Oh, we're going to have to find it and put that shit in here. <laughs> Solomon, we got to find that one. 
Me and my homegirl, something she said. Yeah, that's what that, that was me and my girl. And we used to always get, we used to go to this club, the K9. Mm-hmm. It was like my people's club. And we used to always get the chicken. The chicken was so good. Why right? is the club chicken? The chicken so and the fried good. potatoes and onions. <laughs> <laughs> so one time, let me tell you, club we chicken? went with this guy. He was our friend. Mm-hmm. And he was a big, he was a large gentleman. And we all he got us all chicken and fries. So they start shooting and everybody start running to the back to where we were at by the in the kitchen. He took the chicken and fries. So why am I the first one at the door? And I could not get the door open. I'm trying to press the door open, right? Oh, no. And people falling over me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to die. And so finally the door opens and I crawl out the door. We all crawling oh, out, my right? God. And we make it to his car. And the first thing he's gonna say, Did somebody get my chicken? We was like. You worried about chicken? I left my purse in there and everything. So he gonna say, I could think of a few names that probably would have crossed my mind <laughs> at that moment. So I went back and got my purse. He gonna, he gonna yell out the window, hey, don't forget my chicken. First of all, he should have walked his butt up in there and got his chicken and your purse. Exactly. Because he could have probably caught a few and still been all right. Girl. Okay. <laughs> It took a while for that to get to me. Like, okay. He probably would have been fine. We'll see you over in there. Yeah, I'm over there walking together with my purse, making sure. Is the coast clear? Asking the security. It goes yeah, down in Dayton, huh? it, it went down in Dayton. Why is the club? Shout out to Entourage. Mm-hmm. Why is the club? Because that's that was some good club chicken. Alice Mays, all that back home, North Virginia. Oh. Why is the club chicken so good? <laughs> Shout out to the chicken in the club. The chicken in the club. I don't. <laughs> understand what recipes who mama recipes they taking or who auntie is in the back frying the chicken they doing it whatever they doing they doing it well i don't know if that's everywhere though some of the places but i want to know yes for you Mm -hmm. this confidence boost okay where did it come from what what happened you know what i feel like i've been meditating a lot Mm mm-hmm I've been saying mantras. I, I, I get up in the morning and I tell myself life is simple. Everything's mm-hmm. going to come to me with ease. And I think with the confidence boost was I had to really kind of like look back at my life and look, and, and look back at who I am. Sometimes you forget who you are. You do. It's still there and maybe other people can see it, but sometimes you have to remind yourself. And I just, I just remind myself of how I got to California and my mindset when I got here and what I was doing. Even before I came to California, how I was moving and realizing that, yes, I am older, but that person, some of those aspects is still within me. You know what I mean? And I just have to ignite it. And I don't know. I just, a feeling came over me. I have no clue. Sometimes I'll just be sitting somewhere and I'll think about something and I'll feel something lift off of me and I can feel the breakthrough. It's oh, very strange. Yeah. I it's like very that. strange. But I think because I've already been working towards um, self-improvement and trying to build my confidence up that it's like, okay, I'm going to dust a little bit off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go through a little bit. That's what I feel like it's happening. Like I'm going through this maze of doors. Little bit by little bit. Yeah, I feel I feel like I layers. 
Yeah, I feel like I feel a breakthrough like every six weeks or something. Because I also, you know, I'm, I think the full moon's like every, the new moon and the full moon's like every three months or every every three weeks. I'm sorry, not every three months. Mm-hmm. I think it's every three weeks there's a shift. Gonna not a hundred. We're going, we're going, yeah, because I'm not <laughs> sure. But it's something like that. But I meditate when it's a new moon, the full moon. I, I've been doing the work. Yeah. What does in meditation a nutshell. look like to you? How, what do you do when you meditate? Um, When I meditate. I go out in my living room, I light my incense, and then I might put some meditation music on, but then again, I might just open a window. You know, I like to open a window. I really like the space in my living room. And I sit on this bean bag and I just breathe in and I, I say mantras because I'm not to the point where I could, sometimes I do a silent meditation. What's I a mantra? The, not everybody. So I um, mantras are I like to say they're empowering statements that help boost your self esteem. Of mantra, right? Empowering statements. Okay, yeah. (laughs) They're like empowering statements that you focus on, and it gives you clarity. It can give you a boost of um, self esteem. Whatever it is that you need, but you have to you repeat the mantras over and over again. So if someone was in need to boost their self esteem at this Mm -hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. What's a uh, few good mantras for them? You know what? You can, we can go all the way back to uh, Viola Davis. You can say, mm-hmm. "I." What she say? I is kind. I <laughs> is beautiful. If you want to start there, <laughs> you can... <laughs> okay. You wanna, listen, for real. What is the help? Okay. Okay. The movie, I was the like, help? wait, where's this coming from? Yes. Okay. And she had, the, and I thought it was so sweet because she had the little girl that she. Basically raised because mm-hmm. she was the maid, the help. Mm-hmm. And she told the little girl, don't forget, you know, I am kind. I think she said I is, but, you mm-hmm. know, I is kind. I is beautiful. I is whatever. So whatever it is that you're trying to, I guess, combat or um, increase the value of something that you are trying to, one of your attributes, I guess, you could just repeat that over and over again. Like, and I have things on my wall too mm-hmm. that I look at every day because it's kind of like a mantra without, it's it's like, what is it? Because it's almost like a, um, oh, a vision board. Okay. But I just have the words on my wall. Mm-hmm. So it's a self-explanatory mantra. Cause as soon as I look at it, I'm going to read it. So yeah. it's. And it's in your subconscious. It's in my, like, even right. Even looking at it. Right. So. Yeah. Y'all, the work, the work. You have to do the work. It is painful at times, but it is gratifying because I am coming out that gosh darn wilderness. Girl. For sure. The wilderness. I mean, everybody has their own, own, like, view of what the wilderness look like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can see other people looking at, wealthy people mm-hmm. like oh what wilderness do they have they have everything they have, everything they need is provided for oh, but they can be in their own mental wilderness like for me i realize my wilderness has been something that i've grieved mm-hmm. um has been my story mm-hmm. you know just that i'm this strong black woman i don't need nobody for this i'm so independent that's a story that I've been holding Ooh, on for so long. I I didn't even recognize that was my mm-hmm. story. Um, but it has been. It yeah. has been. It, it creeps up on you and it leaks out. So, and 
the another story that I've been holding on to, something else I've been grieving, is just seeing myself as less than or not deserving, yes. unworthy, right, unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. So all those things. So when success was coming my way or come my way, I was or I would, because I'm I'm saying it like I'm I'm over it, but it still happens sometimes yeah. if I'm not cognizant yeah. of it. Yeah. So when success come my way, I I will begin to grieve that old story. Like, oh no, because then if I'm successful at this, then I don't get to hold on to the story that I'm I'm this poor black girl from the hood. You know what I mean? Not even realizing that's what you're doing. And then in in doing that, I would self-sabotage to make myself feel comfortable with the story. So now I don't have to grieve. You know what I mean? That feel that pain. So you don't have to feel that pain. Feel that pain. That pain of you transformation. You better feel the pain. You but gotta the, suffer a little bit. The thing about transformation is you got to have a vision strong enough to pull you through mm. the pain of transformation. I agree with that because I'm listening. I wanna. I see people walking around here, and I'm not saying I know them and know their story, but I know people are experiencing heaven on earth. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I can experience heaven on earth too. I so have. I'm going to experience yeah. heaven on earth on a consistent basis. Yes, you have. know what you I'm get saying? Get those glimpses and you're like, oh, this feels good. Right. Like this. That's my motivation. Yeah. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> this ain't it. It this has to be it. better. Like I'm I'm very grateful for where I am, but yeah. I know I have the potential. And I have it in me to get to where I'm trying to go because all the other stuff is just noise that I have to block out. Like, mm-hmm. this is not necessarily me. You know, in meditation, they say, you know, thoughts will flash in or even like your emotions is not really who you are. Mm-hmm. It's just something you might have to go through and heal through, yeah. yada, yada, yada. So okay. I'm going to have my heaven on earth. So I want to ask you because you said the one thing you, mm-hmm. you know, Raising your vibe as far as confidence-wise. I yeah. know you was meditating, right? Uh-huh. That is a behavior. So what you did, you changed the behavior. But in order to have true change, the we belief. talked about it, you got to change the belief system. So what is it that you were believing that, that oh, made you feel? Ask these deep questions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on, let's get what into it. What were you believing that Wait. made you feel that low... Self-confidence, low self-esteem. Why do it be so hard for me to think about it? Because it's girl, transformation is hard. Nobody wants to think about these yeah, things. It, this is hard spiritual work. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm really trying to, because I told, I told her I'm still thinking about my belief system. We was yeah. talking about that. And I really like took that away. Like I rewatched the episode. And I was mm-hmm. like, I really need to think about that. Yeah, because that's the thing we want. That's what a lot of people want to do. Me as well. We want to change the behavior yeah. to say, okay, now I'm done with this. I don't do yeah, that no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't do that no more because I changed my behavior. Mm-hmm. But nothing is going to truly change until you change the belief system associated with that behavior. What did I change? What was it that... Maybe that's something that you can think about ponder on because maybe only thing you changed was the behavior. And see, when something happens, everything is filtered through our belief system. And then that belief system, oh, I believe that I, that I, um, you know, have this uh, low confidence, low self-esteem. So then you're going to feel those negative emotions that come along with that. And then the behavior will be triggered to do the same exact thing. See, that's why we got to change the belief. So going back, remember I was saying that because I was doing the work and I was thinking of something and I just felt it lift off of me. I think I've been very... Um, 
I think I changed my belief system revolved around fear. Okay. And fear of me just accepting who I am solely. And me not accepting the fact that people are going to say whatever about you. So what was the fear? The fear was being criticized. Fear of being criticized. Yeah, being criticized. What people think. What they're going to say. Da-da-da-da-da. All eyes on me. I don't like. I kind of am still a shy person. People don't believe me. You know what I mean? But I had a really terrifying shyness about myself. And I realized this since, like, I was young. You know what I mean? What are we going over? <laughs> yeah. We oh, talk. we are going over. We got to wrap it up. So oh. Wrap it up, me. Hey. <laughs> All right. We were, we were going into this. We might yeah. have to do another part two or something. But I see, what I notice if we do a part two, we we got to, we can't do it in the same day because. No. People think that's, they already seen this one. I think the, with that bright yeah. orange. Right. Because they'd be like, wait, I already seen it. We got, if we got the same clothes on. For two different episodes. That part. Especially on, you know, our YouTube. Because y'all know we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify. We're yes. on Apple. We everywhere in your podcast. Check us out. Play. <laughs> yes. Mike, check one, two, one, two. So, yeah. Okay. But we're going to wrap it up, though. But what was you about to say real quick? No, I was just saying, like, maybe that's something that you can ponder on. Yes. You know, what yeah. is my belief behind this? Mm -hmm. Behind what, what change or what... Do I have a change belief system? Or am I only saying, I've you know... I revved up, I vibed up. Yeah. Off of because of I changed the behavior. Okay. So just ponder on it. Okay. And you at home, think about something that you may do because a belief system is it's a habit. It's something that we just do without even thinking about it. Yeah, it's it's a paradigm. A paradigm is an unquestioned set of beliefs. Like so we don't even question. It's like that's just what I believe. That's just what it is. So this is how I behave. Mm -hmm. This is what I feel. This is how I behave. So you at home, think about your belief system. Check it. <laughs> How do we get on this? How do we get on that? But um, yeah, check out our latest episodes. We yes. talk a lot about detachment styles and things yes. of that matter as well. That yes, it's a nice, good flow. Mm -hmm. you know, Episode weeks, yeah. ten and eleven, we talk yeah. about a lot of detachment. So you know, look at those episodes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Follow us on IG pause underscore proceed and on YouTube pause and proceed. And we out, I guess, until next time. Boom, 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 boom.